welcome to the today's webinar which is azure storage from security and this is hosted by the infosec train and i am the speaker for the day and myself rishabh kotiyal so today we will be seeing few simple things regarding the storage account security and in the security actually my focus today was you know to talk about one specific thing that is the you know uh, the rotation of your azure storage accounts access key and rotation with the help of you know bit of automation if we can do we can create something like you know if your key is about to expire and we just want to rotate before it expire right so something like that if you have that kind of policy implemented in the organization and you want to go with the you know uh, simply plainly with the your uh, you know uh, automation path so that is the whole motive behind this one hour webinar and i know one hour is very small uh, you know very less time as well so we will try to make it crisp and we will be talking few points here and i am rishabh kotiyal and I am an MCT, Microsoft Certified Trainer. I have two certificates up in my sleeves, like AZ900, very basic, 104, AZ500, and you know your you know, uh, SC200, SC900, and you know multiple others as well from the different vendors as well, like CES, Security Plus, very basic of security, CYSA, ECSA, CSA, you know. Case.NET Java, you know, these kind of things. And then, you know, I'm also CEI as well, which is Certified AC Instructor, you know, and I just lead, you know, a few different other trainings as well. Okay. And I am having more than eight years of experience now. And right now I'm working with the InfoSec Train. And InfoSec Train is bringing this webinar to you. And I think most of you guys will be familiar with the InfoSec Train from a, you know, very long time. And many of you are our very, you know, supporter okay in this journey so you all know that we started way back around 2016 and we provide a range of different different training programs certification and consulting services very specifically in the you know cyber security domain cloud you know cloud security okay you know, cloud services you know cloud learning as well okay even we are working with the data data science as well so if you want to check our programs you can visit our website over you know uh, as well www.infosectrain.com and you know i will be just directly jumping onto the today's agenda so today's agenda will be all about your what is your the storage account service then understanding you know uh, okay this thing i will be quickly taking you through the authentication methods of these storage account that what are the different different methods that we will, we will be finding over here and then this is something that I wanted to discuss with you guys, right? Because uh, I think this is something that many of my candidates also ask, right? Uh, you know, not directly on the course, because if you are taking the courses, uh, rarely these kind of things will be talked, discussed over there. But when people start working with the Azure, the cloud, they will be having these kind of a problems and, you know, uh, like their requirement need, and they come up with these things. So. Today's talk is mostly because one hour we can only discuss few things. So this is a talk of one hour where we'll be discussing how to rotate the key and you know how to bring the bit of the automation in there. I will give you a link as well where you can see and test it out you know by yourself as well that whether or not it is working and everything is there predefined. Okay, so let's just move ahead and let's just start for the day and. All the references, first of all, I want to see, you know, tell you upfront that all the references are taken from the official Microsoft documents. So everything that you are seeing over there, they, those are going to be your really specifically from the Microsoft documents on right? images and the concept, the definition and everything, right? So who is better to give you the insight from the Microsoft, apart from the Microsoft, right? They are the owner of this thing. So, this is something that what we will be doing. Now, let's just move ahead and let's just start with the your storage account. So, as most of you guys joined here, uh, you guys will be familiar with the cloud. First of all, second, in the cloud, you have always the option of the some storage account. Like AWS is the most popular cloud service right now around the globe. And in AWS, you guys will be familiar, there is a storage service, which is known as the, your S3 buckets, right? And that is a one of the way. 
So here as well, there is going to be your Azure storage account, kind of very similar to means It will be also giving you the option of storing things in the, uh, the form of the objects, right? So you can do that here as well. So when I'm talking about the Azure account, I'm just giving you the overview. Again, I'm hoping that you guys are familiar with the, you know, basic terminologies of Azure here. So when I'm talking about this storage account, it contains all of my Azure storage data objects, including my blob, binarized objects, file shared services. You know, there is going to be the queue service, there is going to be the tables, and there is going to be also the disk. So in a storage account, you have the variety of the storage account that you can create. You can create, you know, for your VMs, you can create disk storage for you know, if you want to do, let's say, a file share server, like in your organization, if you guys are familiar, there is usually having the file share servers, and those file share either will be based on the Linux environment or the Windows environment. And in the Linux, what we have, we have the NFS Network File Share Protocol for that, and in the Windows, we have the Samba protocol, right, for the your you know, file share servers. So. Again, for your storage account, storage account give you the privilege that you can create or use the storage account as a file share server. And as it is a Windows service, it is going to, you know, obviously going to use the Samba service. So you have to make sure that your, you know, port number 445 is working. You know, your ISP, your organization is allowing that if you want to work with that. Apart from that, you know, there are something that, you know, some of the services from the, your, uh, Azure will be accessible by the REST APIs. Those are going to be like queue service. You know, let's say that there are the two functions or apps. They are passing the message. This is just simple like the queue. One one thing is messing that you know read this image or read this location. Another one is picking up that image. You know, or send the mail to this one. So passing the message on the queue, and there will be the table storage as well. The structured data you can store over there. Right? Not a relational, I'm not saying it is a relational database, just the structure. Like there is something like, you know, ID or the size of the photo and something like that as structured data you have. And then there is a binary you know, level object that, that is the binary large object blob. Just similar to the STU store anything. Here also, as a blob, you can store anything, a file, a PDF, a video, a image, anything. And good thing about the blob is that each of them are going to get the a unique URL. Like I'm storing a picture, right? Let's say I'm storing the picture of the, let's say, for example, your okay, Air Force One or you know, that plane, right? And then I want to share it with something. So this will be getting a unique link, only this thing, just like YouTube. I always compare this with the YouTube. Like each video is there, and each video has a unique link. You can pick that one up, that link, and share with anyone. Same here as well. You pick this one up, okay? You pick that, you know, either it is a video, image, PDF, folder, uh, anything, file, any kind of file, like a PowerShell file, a shell file. You share it with someone, that is a link. And if you have given proper permission, that person can go ahead and access this file as well, like this Air Force One image. This kind of thing is also possible with your storage account. And guys, if you will be reading more in depth about the storage account, so just to give you guys the idea, let me do one thing. Uh, let me just you know show you the link, okay? One specific link. What is a storage account? So if you'll be going in here, you will be finding that there are different type of storage accounts, like general purpose V2, uh, premium block blobs, a premium file share, premium page blobs, right? And then, you know, for the higher availability, there is going to be things like the zone redundancy, geo zone redundancy. These things are different. Again, I'm hoping that you have read the basics of the storage account, right? How to write name, how to access them, all these kind of things are going to be there regarding the your storage account. So you will be having a storage account where you can store the data in simple terms. We can understand that. And just a quick overview that you know you are storing the blob, which will be called the container storage here, and it is optimized for storing massive amount of unstructured data such as text, binary data, like I was saying, video, image, file, anything. Then 
you know, you can also create for your VM. I can create a managed disk. Let's say that you want to create a managed disk, right? A disk which you will be handling, right? In a VM. Although this will be, you know, uh, kind of affecting the availability of your machine, right? So, you know, in the service level agreement, we have like 95% you know, SLA, 99.9% SLA. So using this kind of managed disk, although you decrease the SLA, but yes, you can use the storage account for doing something like that. Plus I was talking about that, you know, file share service using the Samba, right? Samba protocol sharing, you know, just like you have the file share service, similar to that, uh, you can use the storage account for same purpose. Now, if you guys are familiar with the any cloud services, uh, you will be familiar when we have these storage account, there are different tiers to them, like hot tier, cool tier, archive tier, how you want to store the data, because there are different costs attached to them. Okay. So when we are talking about the hot data, hot data is kind of something that is, you know, frequently used in your organization and the data that which you want, you know, instantly ready. I want to access it and it is ready to be exchanged quickly, right? And for this thing, you know, there is something like the processing cost attached to that, right? Access cost that would be lower, although storing cost, storage cost will be higher kind of a thing, right? So cost will be a bit different in each case. Now, cool tier will be something that data or file, which let's say that you, you know, use like a once in a month or twice in a month, right? Once in 15 days or 30 days, something like that. So it will be on the, you know, yes, you can access it quickly, right? But for this storage charge will be less, but access charge will be a bit higher than the hot, right? Then there is archive, which you really use like in six months or once in a year, something like that, okay? And you just want to store it unless someone is asking, let's say that you have done some audit you know, three or four years ago and just you want to keep the record over there, right? So you just keep it like that. And think about these archive storages that these are not directly accessible. You kind of, you know, we use a term which is rehydrate. So you have to first rehydrate them either into the hot tier or cool tier, and then you will be able to, you know, use these kind of a thing. Now, I hope you guys have seen, you know, how to create a storage account because I'm not going to show you, first of all. I'm actually going to show you the storage, one of the storage account. Okay, hopefully, uh, this is my MCT account, hopefully. I'm having one storage account here. Okay, one of, in my, one of the session I was using it. So on the left-hand side, if you guys will notice, there is going to be the service like container, blob, file share, queue, table, these kind of services already in there. Now, uh, every time when you will be creating these storage account. So our today's, you know, uh, today's focus is on the access keys. So you will see every time you create a storage account, there is going to be something that is the access key over here, right? Now you can see these access key on the part, correct? So we will be talking about the, your access keys now. Right. And again, you know, I will be asking everyone to be on mute. And if you have question, you can drop them on the chat box. And if we are, you know, uh, okay, so, you know, you can drop them on the chat box as well. Apart from that, you know, toward the end, guys who just joined us now, towards the end, when you see thank you slide, I will give you the time to ask questions as well. Right. So now let's just talk about these access keys that what are these access keys? Okay. So whenever you create an account, you know, Azure is going to generate two 512 bit of storage account access keys. And, you know, for that particular one, and these keys can be used to authorize the access to the data in your storage account via the shared key authorization, right? You know, not always, you know, you are going to use the username, password to log in, Let's say that, for example, there was an application and it need to store a data to the your storage account. So instead of you know using the username and password every time, you know, although the best part is going to be the if I will say the best security measure that Azure is suggesting is the managed identity that you create an identity for it and use the username, password, and you know, give it the permission, something like that, right? 
that we know what we can do. And what else we can do is we can just give the connection string. The you know can give a key which it can use. Let's say the authenticate itself and you know store data over there. So that kind of thing also will be very useful. Plus, with the help of the shared, uh, you know, your keys, you will be seeing that we can generate something like for securely accessing your storage account, SaaS shared access signature. So there is a lot of features that is provided by these key. So Microsoft it recommend you to use the Microsoft Key Vault. Okay, Key Vault is another server. So Key Vault to manage your Access key and that you regularly rotate and regenerate your key. Okay, so this is where we are going today, right? Rotate and regenerate the key. Okay, so using the key vault, it makes easy to rotate your keys without the interruption to your application, and you can also manually rotate the key. And I always give one example over here, and when we are talking about the you know. The storage access keys that I was showing you here. So simply these things that I'm talking about, this is you, if someone wants to understand them, that what are they are. So you can think that it is very similar to a root password for your storage account. So we have to always protect our key, and we will be using Key Vault to manage and rotate our keys securely, and we will be avoiding the distribution of the access key to the other user or even hard coding them or saving them anywhere in the plain text that is accessible to others right so we'll be rotating the key there if we find that or we doubt that some keys are compromised so we'll be doing that as well okay so if you have seen these keys uh, you know uh, these are here so these are the key in one example that i personally gave in uh, almost in my sessions is that let's say that there is going to be the application okay uh, and you know why the key two keys are there you know multiple time people ask that why you know why we are not using one key there should be the uh you know why there is two key uh, we can use one key so thing is if you have seen last year there was two website that was down even azure was down aws is down and very simple thing was happening over there was like this is an application key and now it is using a key okay and its data is stored is stored somewhere let's say a kind of a storage account and it has a key now you have applied some key rotation policy let's say that you have you were in doubt that this key is compromised now what is happening if you doubt this thing and you rotate this key and regenerate this key what will happen this key will become you know invalid and during that time if someone is coming and try to access your application it will be inaccessible why because your you know key is invalid so you know it is it cannot go and access your storage account and you know it is giving error so that there is the availability issue okay and in security we have three pillars cia and availability is impacted now what you can do in the meantime instead of using the you know same key you have two keys now if i have doubt that you know i need to rotate this key so what I can do, I can use the in the meantime. I go ahead, I use another key, and you know use this key and regenerate this key or rotate this key. Now this key is rotated, and during that time I was using this key which is still valid and it doesn't give me any error, right? So I keep my application out of you know any of those kind of error from here. So this kind of thing is happening or the need as you can say of rotating the keys as well that is in there. So I just wanted to give you the idea that what we have, we have the keys which you can think as a root password over there and we have to protect them. This is our responsibility to protect them and Microsoft is suggesting that keep them into the your key vault. Now, just for a quick overview, what is a key vault? Key vault is going to be the your, you know, a cloud service for securely storing and accessing the secrets. A secret is anything that you want to tightly control access to, such as API key, password, certificate, and even cryptographic keys. Okay, and Key Vault service is support two type of the containers, Vault and managed hardware security module. So two TS 
actually is going to be the you know uh, there right so two things that are in there is going to be the two tiers kind of a thing that is going to be the your vault and the management so you have to choose which you know how much you want to pay for the service so when we are talking about the vault vault is the software based your <clears throat> sorry vault support storing the software and hsm based you know, back key secret and certificate while you will be talking about the your hsm based it is you know manage hsm it will be only it is only going to support your you know hsm back key so two tiers are going to be there when you create key vault you will be seeing there is one is going to be the standard another one is premium and the premium is going to support your hsm right so this is the bit of a difference that is going to be there and in simple term key vault is just like you know at your home any vault is there you have hidden let's say all your jewelry and all things here so in that in the vault in azure we'll be storing your keys right your passwords your secret keys password secret is the password right your certificate all these kind of a things we can go ahead and you know walk around with the key vaults now as what we were talking about automating the rotation now first is you know i can simply click on the things like here i can go to the storage account and click on this a uh, rotate key right and it will be regenerating my key simple as that rotate key but every time what i am doing i am going ahead and i am generating something like you know manually i have to do all the hard work and let's say there some day i forgot about this thing and it leads some you know some drastic things over there and usually in the organization you will be seeing that key should be rotated in the 60 days so first what you will be doing is let's say that you have some kind of this you know this kind of a policy so what will do in here uh, you will be seeing this thing like whenever 30 days or less is left there should be one event that is generated that is going to trigger this automation and say that okay it's time to change the key so what will happen when this thing triggered so next for next thing what will happen is in the meantime we will start using the key two and then we will be just going ahead and changing the key one then again when this key two will be having say uh, the same thing happen like 30 days left so what will happen again a event will trigger and then change this key and in the meantime we will use another key over here right so this is kind of a whole scenario that you are going to see and i will be explaining it on the ppts as well so here when we are talking about the automation you know the rotate automate the rotation so when when access key is stored in the latest version of the secret means this time what is my secret my secret is my key the alternate key is regenerated same thing that i was talking about that i am storing one key another key is being regenerated and added to the key vault as a new latest version of the key now in this whole process like diagram will be something like this that i am having the storage account and whenever my secret is near the expire i i have stored my secret into the key vault now whenever this will be happen there will be an event trigger and that will be you know this is the event grid which is working on the subscribe base model so what we have done we have create an function a function over here which what it will do whenever this event will generate okay it will say 30 day or less is there it is going to trigger this function right and then it will be regenerate the alternate key store another key in the secret and regenerate the another key in the meantime and then store the your new secret version of the key into the key vault so this kind of a thing will be happen so this is first thing first step is 30 day before the expiration date of a secret key vault is going to publish the near expiry event to the event grid now second step event grid check the event subscription and use the http post to call the function app and point that subscribe to the event 
So this event grid, you know, grid is working. If someone has worked with the IoT, uh, there we have a protocol with the name MQTT, which work on the published subscribe based kind of a thing. So same here, kind of scenario, not protocol, but scenario that my function has subscribed to an event whenever there is the expiry date nearby, right? So whenever this HTTP post call will be generating. So my function is working as an endpoint where I have attached this event. So this event is triggering. This is triggering my function app and this function app is running and so switching the key, storing the latest version of a key over there and just show you the same thing on the path. So that's the second thing that function app identify alternate key, not the latest one and call the storage account to regenerate it that you should be generating it. Now, after that, function app is going to add the new regenerated key to the Azure Key Vault as the new version of the secret. So this thing is going to happen over here. Now, in this part, you have seen one thing which is called your, you know, it's at the event grid. Now, in the event grid, you know, what is event grid? So event grid is your highly scalable serverless event broker in simple terms. Right, that you can use to integrate different application using the event. So event are delivered by the event grid to subscriber destination such as application Azure service or any endpoint to which event grid has network access. The source of these events can be other application, SaaS service and Azure service. So to explain this, there will be this diagram and if someone want to go ahead and study this thing again uh, the link you will be finding if you will be googling it that what is your store you know your event grid i think google is going to show you this page where it will be just explained that what it is right there is a source event source different different event source are there and then there is an event grid and then there is going to be the handler okay those will be handling the event over here so in this one you can see in the source there is blob storage service like we'll be using storage service different subscription iot services machine learning cache different things they can generate any kind of event okay and then those events are being passed you know uh, to this sub you know event grid like my function app which is going to you know regenerate the new key they have subscribed to this event grid that I'm subscribing to you. So it could be any serverless code, workflow and integration like the logic app, service, you know, bus. Again, logic app is a kind of a serverless function. Then buffering and, you know, competing consumer like storage queues, event hub, or some other services as well, even Azure automation as well. Now, if someone is familiar with the Azure automation, they must be thinking that in Azure automation, I can create a run and i can run a powershell to again do the same thing rotation of the storage account key so if someone is familiar with this methodology as well that is another way of regenerating the key okay so someone can go ahead and try that methodology as well now for the people who are not familiar with the your storage account or oh, sorry function so what is azure function so azure function is first of all your serverless okay serverless solution so you must have heard again and again in the your different different cloud session serverless services so it is one of the serverless function okay which allow you to write less code okay maintain less infrastructure means underlying this thing there is no infrastructure that you have to run okay and save on the cost so what it means save on the cost so you know it is talking about that instead of worrying about the deploying and maintaining the server so if you have some you know uh services infrastructure service right so what is happening there is an underlying infrastructure where this thing is learning and you have to think about them as well but in here any event will be triggering these serverless functions and at that time those code that you have written so just focus on the code that what is happening and they will start to run and you will be paying for the time when this code is running okay so this 
you know, as you can see, the cloud infrastructure provides all the up-to-date resources that you need to keep your application running, and it is going to work like this. The event is triggering the you know code, and it will run, and it will do its work. So we just focus on the piece of the code which matter most to us, and Azure function will have you know uh, handle the rest. So usually, what we do is we often build the system to react with the critical series event. Whether you are building a web API, responding to our database changes, or processing some IoT data stream, or even managing some message queue, every application need a way to run some code as these events occur. So to meet this particular need, these Azure function they provide something which we are calling the compute on demand, right? So in two ways. One first is that Azure function it is allowing you to implement your logic, system logic, with the block of codes, and these block of codes are your what you are calling the function. You know, like in our program that you have written, there are different functions, right? So you are just you know writing those function over here, and different function can run any time you need, whenever any critical event happen. Those function can run, right? Like I am subscribing to an event when my key is about about to expire, and function will start to run. And plus, this is the case that function it is using the clouds. One of the benefit, which is you know, which we call scalability. Okay, so this meet with the demand of the as many resource and function instance is necessary. So if there are too many requests coming, right? So what it will do? It will start working with them, and it, if it requires extra resources, it will provide all those things to you, right? So it is using the best of the, you know, using taking the best advantage of the cloud itself, right? So without any further ado, I have given you the idea that what is going to happen and how things are, and this is what we are actually want to, you know, I think everyone here want to see. There is going to be these ports, okay? Uh, already for you, in, you know, if you have heard about infrastructure as a code, so already pre-created templates for you, which you can directly run and get all the things running, okay? So if you know there is a prerequisite, like what we require, if you want to see this thing, okay, the rotation of a key, right? So what you will be requiring, you will be requiring a keyword, you will be requiring. A particular storage account, so it will be they'll be creating two storage accounts for you. So if you want to test out further, right? So these things are required, and plus you'll be requiring some resource groups as well. So what you have to do is, you know, uh, simply what I am going to do. You can do same thing like I'm doing here. Click on deploy to Azure. Okay, I'm just using right click because if I would have clicked right click, so it would have changed the page. So I'm opening it in the new tab. It is taking me to the custom deployment. I have to do simple thing. I'll be creating a new page. And everything that you require is going to be here. If someone is interested to see JSON file, how you can see that as well, I will be letting you know. Okay, so let's say that I want to create a new resource group for the same thing. And here I think they will be suggesting something like the vault rotation, right? So I'm using this thing and why I am using this, I just want to, you know, make sure that these queries they just, you know, I need to make limited changes because the name of the storage account will be driven from the resource group name, and their queries will be on the same thing. So what I'm trying to do right now is that I have to do the less of the hard work and you know change the template too much. Now what we are going to do is just a sec. Let me just create a new one. Paste the name here for rotation. Okay. I think RK W. I think it should be fine. RK webinar. Okay. I'm just giving my name here. You can use something else. Uh, let me just use one of my favorite location, which is East US. Okay, and now you can see everything will be using this prefix. So the, if someone want to see the template or anything, so you can click on this edit template 
and you can see whole template variable resources that are being used that is going to be the part of this right so this is going to be in there right so if you know let's just click on discard just give this thing and simply click on review and create i'm just giving you the idea guys that what you need to do right so it will take few minutes to go ahead and deploy it in the meantime let me just tell you that what you need to do i'm just i just wanted to show you how to deploy this now it will be too easy for you as well to go ahead and create these things now there is either if you are comfortable with the azure cli or with the powershell both commands are there once it is done if you want to check that these resources has been created first is the visual confirmation that i can use my management portal go to the same resource group and check that three things are there one is the your keyword and two storage account so you can run these query and they will give you some results like this right then you will be you know you will be creating the rotation function over there and this is something that is going to be the interesting so you know this whole deployment few things that you have to keep in mind what will be working what is not that is something that i am going to tell you so here uh, what is going to be deployed you will be deploying in function app and what function app is requiring if you guys are familiar with the azure apps right web apps so you will be knowing that it requires some app service plan right so function also required some app service plan so we will be deploying that then we will be requiring storage account which you know that function is going to trigger the change of a rotation of the key and then there will be the you know access policy that will be creating in the key vault operator service role key rotation you know all the function you will be creating the event event grid trigger so all these pre-written or deployed things are going to be in this link so when you open this one you can see a whole thing and if someone is interested all these things in the github if you will be finding so when you'll be going through this thing you know here it is a github link so you can open this thing and see everything that like you want to see what is the function how function is deployed and everything what is the story behind the function so you can open them like here for the storage rotation what is a function okay for the storage rotation function what storage function is doing over here okay if i bring you back a bit first to for the deployment of a normal function what is happening that function that whole function that i am going to deploy that i am talking about here this is the whole schema and why they are sharing this with you according this is just the demo guys okay so according to your organization need people if you are familiar with writing the json code at all you will be modifying it according to your need right what vault name you want what kind of security you want because in the vault as well you need to give the permission okay so here you can see the whole code for deployment of the function that is here so if any changes you want you can go ahead and use them as well this is just the function app then with this what else is being deployed your event right when we were you know subscribing for the event so here how that will work so this is the whole your json template for the same yeah okay then there will be the initial setup as well that what and how things are over there okay so all things are going to be available in the github as well so you can read them okay so initial setup so what the keyword and two storage account that is right now being created over here this part which is actually created by now so this thing you will be seeing the you know, directly here that how it is then bit of the description about the same what was happening all these things are being used over here so we can see that this is here our function and everything will be work okay right so what is happening guys you know this is the art the key vault and everything now in the vault i can visually confirm same thing that these are my key vault this is the storage account that has been created for me right now second thing is i am needing to deploy the event grid i need to deploy the your function app i am going to create that policy 
which will be triggering the event and all that is what i'm picking i'm picking it all from the github from this tutorial itself now if you want to deploy it few things let me tell you when you will be trying this which needs to be unique okay because uh, i have also faced the bit i would say uh, not problem but means a few challenges or errors and i think errors are totally cool right unless you will be trying something you are not going to get the error so just to show you that how those cli will be working i am going to use the cloud shell here okay let let it just start this thing and let me just grab that uh, this was the you know your cli query let's see whether it will give me the you know sometimes remember this query can take uh, you know uh, okay looks like i need to go ahead and let me just let me just this will be there and then you know once you are replied second step is deploying those function event grip and you can launch it on the new link and read these steps carefully okay they will be asking you to keep things same if you have deployed resources using the your prerequisite section which we have done right so we'll be keeping most of the thing same only thing in the step number eight and nine we will be changing that will be the name of the function app and secret name right where we will be you know uh, we are going to store our keys those two things we are going to go ahead and change rest of you know apart from that everything will be this familiar so i was just showing you the query now let me just use here first and let me just paste my query enter oh sorry that it will not find me because i have added rk w in the end yes and you can validate that my key vault storage accounts are in there now what we are doing we are deploying the next deployment which is will be asking us to you know use the uh name rotation yeah vault rotation rkw so now most of the thing you will be keeping same even secret name i have no issue that if if it will be storing the things with the name storage key so what is happening in here if i give you the idea my storage accounts key it will be stored in my key vault and if you guys have seen the key vault there is the option of secret so under the secret this will be stored as a key so what is happening in simple terms or bit practically if i will show that what this program is doing it is going to your okay there is a key vault okay this is another keyword actually so in that keyword it is going under the secret section in this secret section it is just creating or generating the your secret so the value of secret in this case is your that keywords it is your keywords access key these things these things are being you know let's say that i am just copying these things from here like this key and i'm just pasting it on this value part and creating a secret so this is what is happening right and that's why under this part you are seeing these changes so if you will see mostly in all these steps it will be asking you to keep the defaulting as it is it will be just asking you the function app name box enter the name of the function app and remember guys you need to give this function app name something i would say unique okay so if you want to change this function name you have to give it unique so i will give it rk webinar 101 fk right something like this so that it is unique right and then i'm just gonna go ahead and use the like i was storing a secret here so i have to give it a name like a database password or you know your other password so that name what would be its name so that is what we are defining here so i'm happy with this storage key i don't want to change it so simply mm -hmm. let's just go for review and create and guys 
sometime in the custom deployment you will be having the error so it is saying that you need to agree to the term and condition so when you will click on create automatically you will be agreeing you know click, uh, getting those agreed terms so earlier if you guys are familiar with the older uh, ui of the azure so there used to be a one you know checkbox button of i agree now what they have done they have removed it and when you click on create you will be automatically agreeing to the term and condition and simply click on create are these going to keys going to be stored in the plain text no it is going to be stored in the encrypted format these are the keywords if someone has worked with this something like the hashicorp keyword I, or even windows certificate store you will be familiar that these are going to be the encrypted form not the plain text like i was talking about the rotation earlier if you remember the you know use other key in that particular part right so that's why we are having the two key we don't want it to get crashed okay hopefully this will not give any error so while it is happening you will see now function event grid uh, the policies and everything will be created for you so if you want the template and code for the rotation function here you can see some samples here which will be again directly taking you to the same page which i was taking you to right and you will be getting these functions code and everything that is there now few things that you need to change is like you know each of the i am registered with my account here okay same you guys will be registered with the your account itself okay so it is asking us in the next one that we have to set the policy access policy for ourselves to the what in the secret we should be able to do these kind of things set delete get list these kind of thing and where these things exist if i will tell you in the keyword let me just take you to the key vault in the key vault what we have we have this access policies so you can do this rather than uh, command you can use it via this whole panel itself so here what i can do is the key permissions so if i will drop it down this is the key permission this is the secret permission so like here get list set delete and these are the four permission that it is asking you to set you can use the command line as well or you can use once this is deployed everything is deployed you can go ahead and give yourself these permission so for those guys who are new to the key vault there are two things one is going to be the management plane another is going to be the data plane management plane is like you know someone who can set up these network set settings that which network can access it or firewall rules that only this ip address is allowed to access the key vault changing these kind of a thing right on the management plane second thing will be who should be allowed to see the data that is stored because key vault is storing something which we can say is pretty much you know high valuable kind of a thing right so in that particular case what is going to happen we will be talking about something like you know oh sorry if i am clicking on the secret so i am able to see the secret this is my database password so i am access to this database password why because i have the permission on the data plane right and you want that kind of a database permission if you want to that function if that function want to go ahead and rotate something like that you need to run that function with the you know some uh, users you know like i am the user who will be running that so i have the permission to go and read that data kind of thing so that's why we are trying to get this kind of a scenario now you can see second deployment is also totally fine and completed as well right now thing will become bit more complicated on these parts where we will be going ahead now and we have to set these policy first and then we have to change few things like i need i am going to require the storage accounts resource id i am going to you know need the access key detail as well that what are my key and i need to copy and paste them somewhere so that i can keep them safe right and then i have to put those values in here like on the part of the key value one i will be putting the key one's value then on the second one i will be putting the you know, in here storage account id so these two things and that's why i want to get these things first and i have to change the query according to that and what this is doing for demo purpose guys if you will be reading this query a variable it is setting which is tomorrow that 
tomorrow day so it wanted to trigger just now so what they are doing they are triggering it which will be saying that you know that tomorrow it is going to expire so that as instantly when you are creating this thing right this application you can see that yes keys are being changed and then after this you know it will be, they will be telling you that where you can say the key has been changed now and something like that and then you know using it on the some other level using the same function with the multiple storage account as well then this will be going ahead you know adding or going a step up over there this kinds of thing is happening now when we will be doing this thing so quickly right so just give me one second let me just create a new uh text file where i can keep all the things okay let me just quickly go ahead with this uh, just paste it okay so that i can easily do the copy paste of the things as well now first of all what it is requiring is me to go ahead and set the policy for myself so i will go to where okay okay on to the yes keyword so what i did was we created this keyword right for this testing purpose so here you will notice rkw has been added toward the end so i will be going on to the access policy manually i'm doing this uh, for myself i know you can see that this is the application that here you will see some permission has been assigned to this thing like get set list so here you can see what you are doing set up policy for yourself email address of the user vault rotation and the secret permission these things so one to myself and another permission that is set here is for what that function app that i created for that is now registered as an application and because it need to rotate the key right so it also requires the permission to go ahead and read the key and everything so in the keyword it has the permission now on the secret and same for me as well i will be giving myself permission what they were talking get list set delete i guess these four get delete get set list delete okay yeah same thing co permission for myself Okay, let me just select myself. Let me just click on add. Right. So Rishabh now also has the permission. Application also has the permission so that it can go with the storage account and you know rotate that data. And click on save. Okay. So policies have been now been saved now. Right. Now next thing was get the detail. Like what are you want? Azure resource ID. So when I will run this thing, what it is going to do? It is going to give me the detail about the my. So what I will do? Let me just paste it. RK storage and something I need is RKW. Okay, let me just copy this. Ah, uh, this is my CLI. You know, Cloud Shell I am using, guys, over here. So it will be giving me the detail. Oh. Sorry, storage account name I have to give. Uh, so what is my storage account name? RKW storage. Okay, okay, okay. My bad. So here it is. RK. Yeah, in between I have to give RKW. Okay, just a minute. Let me just. Okay. So you will see in between I have pasted this RKW in between these two. So now it will be the name, name of my storage account. I want its detail. So I'm just gonna go here, paste it, enter. Okay, these are the details. And I will be reading a line where it will be calling something like the your ID. Okay, resource ID, ID properties inside the id properties i will be having yeah yeah this is the whole thing let me just copy this full line actually copy this one right and just going ahead on to the 
storing that detail over here. Okay, this is the ID. Now, another command that I have to run is get the key values as well. So for the key, same thing, key, I want the key. So let me just directly this time, paste the query and between vault rotation rkw storage and enter so there will be now a list of two keys this is my key one and key two so let me just copy the value of one of the key for now so that i can compare it later on you know, paste it and use it as well for the first time now oops i didn't copy it just give me a sec Okay, so I, now you guys are you guys can see my key as well. But don't worry, I'm going to delete this as soon as this webinar is over. So you know, no one will be knowing the key anymore. Right. So if someone having the any of the you know attackers kind of a thought process, it is not going to work. I'm just going to change it after the webinar. Right. So now we have the detail. And now I have to edit this thing. So I will be just to test out this thing. I will be setting up a policy, which will be, you know, from tomorrow, it's, you know, it will be just telling me that. So what I need to change is first is the key value, right? So first I'm going to start with the but key value right here. Copy. And this is the key one value. I'm just pasting my key one value over here then also i needed to change something else as well that was the id 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 So ID is this. Storage account ID. This. And then I need to change the value of the key one. So this is just for the purpose that, you know, where it is saying that, you know, you're, I'm just setting up one tomorrow's day. So which will be saying that, you know, Tomorrow we are going to pass, you know, means today is the 30 day which we have passed and it is going to expire tomorrow. So it is going to trigger that event. So we are triggering that event so that we can see that whether it is working or not. So I'm just making sure that double equals to it is ending and starting with something like the MU. So here is my queries. I'm going to copy them and I'm just going to switch back to this cloud shell and paste them here hopefully no errors are going to be in there i think mm, invalid user okay okay i have to read this thing which user it is calling me okay okay i guess rkw i have forgot to change something in the your I think resource group or something like invalid issue. Oh, okay. I know what is the uh, did I say this thing or not? Vault rotation RKW my because last time I did a very slim mistake which was under this evolve. Hmm. I think I have updated the access policy. Okay, this should be having the policy by now.
Okay, no issues. Let me just open a new tab and again try to run this thing. Okay, usually it should work, but right now error is here. Okay, I just suddenly remember. If you will see vault name, it is vault rotation kiwi while my name of the root, you know, okay, guys, if you will be able to see here. Okay, a mistake is in this part. Vault name is the vault rotation KV. Okay, and in here, my name is vault rotation RKW. That's why I was saying changing the name. So we have to remember the all the, you know, queries and everything. We have to read them carefully. So now I have done this RKW and same thing. Now I think it should be just fine. Okay, only thing that we have to wait now. Okay, let me open. Uh, okay, it will take same time. It will not allow me to delete instantly all the things at once. So you just have to be a bit patient for one minute more. And then we are ending this thing. Okay. Because this will be issuing, but I but if you want to see the result, it can take 10 to 15 more minutes, okay? When the key will be changed. But right now, first thing is, when we will be seeing this thing, great, right? So guys, if I just want to show you that there is this key vault, and in this key vault, there is going to be the secret, I think by now it is created. Okay, right now, no. So we are going to issue it. Okay, so first paste. So same thing. This time RKW I have changed. Enter. Okay, no error this time, and it runs successfully. So right now, you what you will see that what we have done, we have stored the key. So now we have the key one which is stored as a in the key vault now. Now. In the key vault, its value is also stored and it is also stored. Now, with the tomorrow's date, what I have done, I have triggered the event as well. So after a few minutes, when you will be going and waiting, you know, 10, 15 minutes, you can do the same thing in your system as well. But you will see, okay, so here, secret nearest to you, above secret will trigger this thing. So what you will do after a few minutes, when you wait, it, they will be also talking about this thing, same thing here, right? That we have triggered this thing now. If you will wait for a few minutes, what will happen is right now we are seeing key one. After a few minutes, what you will see key one has been changed. So what we have done with this query for the demo purpose, with the query that I was running over here, this part, I was setting up the date to tomorrow, which is going to trigger thing. Plus, I am just storing first value of my key, right? Onto the key vault. So now there is a store, it is storing the key one into the storage account. So now if I will be refreshing this page, I'm pretty much sure that there is going to be the your storage key, which is right now consisting key one. And because we have triggered the your expiry date as well, what will happen in few minutes when you will run, you know, like 15 or sometime you have to wait 30 minutes as well. When you run this query copy because with the help of this tomorrow date query what i have done i have triggered the event grid as well so it will be you know thinking that you know that event of the key is going to expire is going to trigger and it is going to rotate the key so right now i am seeing key one this year can you read here credential id is key one in few minutes when you will run this rk storage okay rkw storage i will be changing this query you will run this after a few minutes. This will have, oh, okay, already it happened. So if you will see, when I stored the key, after this one, this was my key one, right here. Now, it's at that time, value was this. Now, because that event grid triggered, this time you will see that key name has been changed to key two and value is also changed, right? And this will keep happening each after 30 days. So what will happen? 30 day will happen. Key will trigger, you know, uh, event will trigger and then next key will be stored. 
key will trigger next thing next key will be stored and regeneration of the other key so this will keep happening one after another right so i know this was a bit of the for some people it might be a bit uh high level kind of a thing who is not working or familiar with the azure cloud right so this might be the you know for many people it will be something different okay but this is the just the idea that i wanted to give over here right so when you will be practicing things will become more and more clear over here and this is what all the today's event was all about 